Alright, let's get it. You're listening to High Voltage with Delay. I am your host, Delay, wherever you get your podcast. And today's episode, this topic, is actually really what this podcast is, if you really think about it. The topic for today is not necessarily a topic, but a concept that has to do with other topics. When it comes down to it, for the most part, when I'm talking with people, or maybe I'm just by myself, and then I talk about whatever list or ranking I just did, it usually involves an answer not being exactly right or or a solution, an answer that none of us really know. Whether it's because nobody knows the answer because we're not an expert in our fear field, it is just a discussion of how to get to the best answer among us, which is one reason why I love philosophy. I love making rankings. I love questions in which the none of us, or for the most part, most people do not know the right answer. Like my movie list. You really think that anyone can give you the top 200 greatest movies of all time and actually be correct? I mean, it's subjective. It really is up to your interpretation. And every interpretation is going to be different. It doesn't mean you're right and it doesn't mean you're wrong. I love that. When it comes down to something like this, this concept, it doesn't matter about being right. What matters most is the logic that backs up your position. I mean, I made an episode about this. We don't need to be right about everything. There's no point in like saying or having this bragging right of like, yeah, I'm I'm better than you. I got this right. Like we're not kids anymore. And there's no real satisfaction of yes, I, I am smarter or I'm better than this person. I mean let's 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 go up. Are we really going to care 20, 30 years from now? No. So when it comes to this concept, the least thing that you can do is having the people who hear your stance understand it, which means that the logic is there. And the one thing I really do love about this, this whole thing about not being right or wrong, it takes a lot of pressure off you. Because for the most part, when you are elaborating on a position, you usually feel like, okay, I have to be right here. I must be right. In this case, it does not matter. And there are probably a lot of different directions you could take with your answer. You chose one. But then people in your audience, they have their other ways. Maybe some people agree wholeheartedly with someone else. But for the most part, what matters is your logic. How you deliver that message also matters. Like if you... Tell someone, oh, just because, as your explanation, I mean, what is that? Or you might just say, oh, I feel like it. Or my, my, my friend, you know, told me this. Like, you have to think for yourself, and you have to think a little bit deeply. For me, I like to get to the root of things. But as long as you know that there's no consequence for being wrong, and the fact that you could be right should make you feel more open and willing to share your opinion. I mean, people should feel pride in what they say. Like, if the question, especially in philosophy, was do you believe in predeterminism? Do you believe in free will? The body or the mind? You should feel like you are correct. However, you should also know you could be wrong. I mean, it's like having options. Everything can be on the table because we don't know. You can have arguments for both. Two things can be true at the same time. 
even though you might say dull, then that would contradict. I mean, if, if you if there was predeterminism, then this wouldn't be correct. But we know what we know, and we don't know what we don't know. So it, it, for what we don't know, and that's essentially a lot of things. I mean, God knows everything. We we don't know everything. That means in this case, because we don't know, we assume we can think like, okay, that's a really good point, actually. But yet, it's the opposite of what you said, which goes into another point I have. The discussion that comes out of it is a great aftermath of all this. You get to know different perspectives. You get to know the thought process of how one went about their answer, to which then you get to learn different things, new things, things you haven't thought about from hearing those perspectives. I mean, when we talk to someone, it shouldn't be about correcting someone. It should not even be about persuading someone if they disagree with you. And especially when it comes to this, it's almost like a Socratic seminar where you just sit uh, sit around in a circle and you go about the question at hand. And I'm not actually, you know, saying to get a lot of people and sit around in, in a circle because that's going to be more like pre-K than or, or actually talking about it in high school than, you know, actually doing it. With, with your friends, but just in general, a general conversation, anything that really comes up that you feel like you want to talk about anything, want to poke at each other's brains, this is a great way to do that. Just come up with how you interpret this event 20 years ago, or what do you think about this likely stranger, or what do you think about this movie, or how would you rank these athletes? That's the kind of thing where it really can test you in a way because, again, what I'm really caring about is the logic. But at the same time, if you think about a test, you're not going to be given correct, incorrect answers or, you know, like you're not going to be graded as such. You're going to be graded for your effort in which it goes into how well you explain something. What about the execution of the message? Does your audience, maybe just one person or maybe... More than that, do they understand what you're talking about? It can be a great way to improve your communication, improve your decision making. Like, why do you make this decision? Why don't you make that decision? And really get to the bottom of things. Like, I do really feel like a lot of people feel one way about something. Maybe they, they, they feel another way, but they don't really know why. Like, they have this emotion and they can't maybe they just can't explain it well but maybe that's because they don't know why they feel that way so it's a little bit of a conundrum but again we're just talking about just simple conversations literally a lot of the episodes I've done like I mean again take a, a, my episode for why I overrate eating great food or why I totally disagree with people that don't want to go outside in the cold or with how competitive I am in fantasy baseball. Like, we're really talking about subjective things. We're talking about things that are intangible. It's hard to quantify. It's not like anyone's really an expert in any of the things I, I just said. Their opinions, their takes, their perspectives, their voices. You just have to trust in what you're saying. And be humble by knowing that you may have a flaw. You may have a crack or two. In what you're saying. You may also have to give credit. To an opposing view. And when you combine all the perspectives. We can get somewhere. Closer than we were yesterday. Because the best answer. The right answer. 
is most likely not your answer. It's probably a mixture of a lot of people's answers, especially for philosophy. Like, what was this person trying to say? Or when it comes to the issue of the multi-universe, or when it even comes to scientific answers, maybe you combine religion with science sometimes, like how you explain the Big Bang Theory, or when it comes to miracles, how you explain that. God. Like, there's many different directions you can take with your discussions in the context of what I'm talking about. And there's a lot of different avenues you can take on how to interpret something and your thought process. And based on your experiences, based on what you were taught, based on your nationality, your background, your family, your characteristics, your knowledge of something, it influences what we think of something. And so if, if you think and have an opinion on something, even though you may be wrong about something, it doesn't necessarily mean that your logic is flawed in it. If you feel something, you obviously have a reason for it. You believe in it. Like, for example, you like there's people out there that think the earth is flat. They have reasons for it. They're wrong. But they have their reasons for it. And they're entitled to that. If their re- logic is sound, then yeah, of course I understand why they think the way that they do. You don't have to agree with everyone. You don't have to agree with everything. The purpose of this is to spark conversation, get closer to the right answer. Hell, I, we, I say it all the time, there's tons of different topics in the world. When it comes to the history of the world, then and now and the future, there's billions of questions to be asked and answered. And unfortunately, we, we don't have any answers. It's just in the matter of our discussions that we feel like we could get closer to these answers, that we feel like that we do have an answer. But of course, we're no expert. We can't really prove it. It's more so about reason, emotion, knowledge, but it's not concrete, hard evidence that we can back all that stuff up. Like two different opinions, two opposite opinions can be said in a discussion. Both of them can be right. You might say, Double, how can two different opinions, two opposite opinions be considered both of them to be right? Because they're not wrong. When you don't have the precise, exact right answer, and because we don't know that we're right, that means we're not wrong. And therefore, both opinions, both perspectives, seen differently, can still be true. You believe in something, you have your reasons, can you back up your reasons? That's the tough part. And it's not like we're Albert Einstein or like winning Nobel Peace Prizes where, of course, we can solve an age-old question, a myth. Like, is Bigfoot real? Now, going back full circle, I hope that you understand that that's essentially what this podcast is. I don't want you to think every time I speak, I'm right. And just because I put something out there doesn't mean it's true or that you don't have to think the same way I do. I mean, one of the great things of, the, of freedom of speech, the First Amendment that we have today... Is all this. This specific episode is because of the First Amendment. You know, you can do this all around the world, but I don't know what topics are offsetting because other countries are more restricting than we are, in which I'm happy that we can have a lot of different conversations, that we are free to speak our minds. As long as, of course, we're not condescending to one another, that we're not putting or judging someone because of their opinion. And I do really think that some people are underutilizing their voice because they're not confident in themselves or they fear about being wrong. Let's just 
when it comes to a topic that obviously none of us know the right answer to, can we stop trying to feel like we have to be right? Because then that takes away the stress and pressure of being wrong. I mean, can we, can we all do that? Public service announcement. Can we all do that? Right and wrong. Good versus bad. Can we stop doing that? Maybe some more people can play devil's advocate, even though I really don't like that terminology because I don't like the devil. We're open here on this podcast, and we want to hear from you because I feel like I'm being a voice for people that are kind of shy about making their opinions known. And hey, if you want me to do that, okay, but I don't like speaking for people because there's always a little caveat that makes my opinion and someone else's opinion unique and different. No one person is the same as another. Same thing applies with this, with opinions and interpretations and going about a question. And I think that's fascinating. I think it's beautiful that we all think differently. And I hope you agree with me and go along this journey of having more and more deep, personal, controversial, thought-provoking conversations I don't care what the reason is for having those conversations. It might just be from a movie. It might just be from an event or a situation or from school or from social media. But please have it. Not only does it keep your mind working, get, you know, gain those mouse, those mice to keep running uh, those, those wheels, but also to keep up with being articulate and communication, how to explain yourself clearly. If you also want to be efficient, that's really good too. And making sure that whatever your message is, don't try to confuse the audience, convolute what you're trying to say with something else. Like if you keep making analogies and examples, you might lose the clarity of your message. So you might want to hold that to just one. Really stick to your talking points. Really stick to what you're trying to say and get that information to the audience. If you need anything, I'm here for you. So is Sam. So is Greg. And we love talking. Maybe not about everything. So I know about those two guys. They're not, you know, as open as I am. I'm really open. They're open, but not like that open. So I'm open to talk about anything. With those, with those two guys, they are open. Just not about everything. But we're here for you if you, you know, if you want to talk about any of these things or more. Thank you all for listening. Continue listening to previous episodes. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And I hope that I hear from you guys soon. Hopefully everyone's doing well that you have a wonderful rest of your day. And cue that music. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.